Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. So it's been a while since uh, we've done an actual training here on the show. So I want to dive into some Instagram content with you. This, the, the topic of Instagram, there are a lot of questions that I get all the time, you know, in through DMs and especially with our clients. And it's a big topic that I coach on in our mentorship. And what worked in 2012 you know, in the early days, 2012, 13, 14, when this platform first came out, is very different than what's happening now. And I feel that a lot of people are looking at big accounts. So people who have, let's say, you know, 50,000 or 100,000 more followers, you're looking at these accounts, trying to mimic what they're doing to build. And what they did to build perhaps in the earlier days is way different than what's happening now. So I want to go over you know, really what you should be focusing on for 2019, how to get people to follow you, what kind of content you should be posting, how to get people to engage with you, and ultimately, how to get clients from this platform. Because I know that's what you want. So we're going to dive into all of that on this Instagram training here with you. Before we get into all that, uh, I do want to let you know, and I want to invite you onto a free webinar that I'm offering on March 12th. Tuesday, March 12th. I know that's still a few weeks away, but I want to help you with your sales and launching this spring. As we all know, when the winter months start winding down and the weather starts getting warmer, the spring is such a hot time for people to start focusing on their health and fitness again. And with you having a business in that space, I want to help you maximize this time with your sales. Specifically, if you're looking to launch an online program or an online service, this webinar is for you. I was named a top 100 internet retailer for my fitness programs, so I want to invite you on an an hour-ish long webinar to teach you my four-step formula to build hype and excitement around your program that actually gets people eager to buy from you and eager to sign up with you. That's like a little bit of my zone of genius is getting people excited to buy from me before they even know what I have to sell. And I want to give you the exact marketing schedule that you should really be following this spring, you know, giving you specific dates for when you should have registration for your program's opening and and how to promote deadlines to create urgency with your with your um your offers and also you know how long to promote because one of the key factors that i see people missing out on is they don't promote their their offerings long enough or just enough in general so the content consistency over a certain period of time is massively, massively, massively important so that there's enough awareness around your offer. So I want you to come in on this webinar with me Tuesday, March 12th. The the registration link is www.ilaunch.vip forward slash webinar. It's not a .com link. So ilaunch.vip 
forward slash webinar. I'm going to put the link in the show notes here for you, but I want you to get registered on that and we can jam and I can help you out this spring because I definitely want to help you maximize this time. All right, let's jump into Instagram. What is it that you want to happen with Instagram? And I think that's a key, key, key question that you need to ask yourself. And I find too many people getting caught up in what I like to call the ego metrics. So how many followers am I getting? How many likes am I getting? How many comments are there? And Yes, that stuff is kind of important, but it's honestly not metrics that I ever really try to pay attention to. And right now when I'm recording this, um, Instagram account, it's at 41,000 point something. I think it's like 41,000.2 followers. So let's just say 40,000. 40,000 followers. To me, I don't care how many people are following me. It's how much of that following actually know, like, and trust me enough to reach out for my business. Because, like, full transparency, I'm on Instagram to build a business, to build a community, to build influence over people so that I can actually help them with the services and programs that I have within my business or, you know, within mine and Joe's business. So I think that's like the clarity that a lot of people need is that if you're going to put a lot of time into a platform, you know, like a social media platform that yes, does take a lot of investment. There's a lot of time, there's a lot of thinking, and there's a lot of, you know, engagement that needs to go on on these platforms for you to actually make it profitable. So if you aren't 100% committed to going on there to build influence, to, you know, promote your brand, and so people know exactly what you do, then you're kind of wasting your time. You can't have like one foot in, one foot out. You got to go all in and say, this is for my brand and for my business. And that doesn't mean that it needs to be in a greedy, inauthentic way. And, and we're going to really get into that of how to do this really authentically and how to do this so people actually feel like they're connected to you because that's super, super key. So, Let's go back a little bit here. So Instagram came out in 2012. I jumped on it, I think, in 2013. And I remember, you know, so my my business started on social media platforms, on YouTube and on Facebook, my fitness business, way back in uh, 2009 when I first started kind of really putting fitness content out there. So I've been on social media predominantly as an actual influencer for a particular niche for 10 years. So I follow these platforms. I look around. I kind of can see the trends of how things are changing. So I want to make sure that you understand what's happening right now for 2019. Because when Instagram came out in 2012, it blew my business out of the water. Now, what I did then doesn't work now. So when Instagram came out in 2012... And we have to understand that Instagram is, it's a very visual platform. You know, it's not like Facebook where you can, you know, have a link and like a video pops up or a website or a blog pops up. Uh, it You can't, it's not like Twitter or Facebook where there's like captions and people just read a little bit of stuff without any visualization. So Instagram is so visual. So when Instagram came out in 2012, you know, those of you who are in the fitness field, I predominantly used my body to sell my business. And this is when a lot of 
influencers and people who did a lot of videos and you can get away with like a lot of quirky, quirky stuff or chicks showing off just their ass or their body and, and that would sell for you. It doesn't work like that anymore. So those of you who are just strictly, strictly using the visual of your body and you're wondering why it's not coming through monetarily, like money in your business, that's why. People are sick of seeing like just random shit that doesn't matter. People want authenticity and real people now. So I'm not saying that you can't use your body to sell your business, but there has to be, has to be a message behind that, some authenticity behind it, and so that people actually feel like they know you. And they're not like, oh, there's just another chick with an ass or, oh, there's just another hot body or there's just another guy, you know, showing off his abs or, oh, cool bicep. Like that's so, that's so seven years ago. So, and the other thing with that is you have to be careful why people are even following you and the type of engagement that you're getting from that content. So yes, I always use my body to sell for me, but I always had a message behind my brand, A, because I didn't want to be seen as a a bimbo who just showed off her body. B, I always attracted women in my fitness business, so I don't care about the men gawking at my body. And C, I always wanted people to know that I was a real human, struggling with real things, and that women could, you know, relate to me. It would kind of bring down some barriers, and it brings up that trust a little bit. So it was very ego-focused in the beginning because it was the first platform that was so visual. So people with the really visually appealing photos and videos got the most attention at the beginning stages of Instagram. Now, you know, seven, eight years into the platform, what is winning right now is authenticity. So those of you who are only just showing off your body with no messaging behind it are going to lose. Those of you who are not sharing who you really are and it's just perfectly photographed photos are going to lose. Those of you who don't have a story behind your brand are going to lose. Those of you who are not posting real everyday content are going to lose. So this takes you most likely stepping forward in a different light as a different higher level of yourself so that people can actually see who you are. And this takes you getting real, getting vulnerable, and getting really authentic with the people that you're trying to connect with. So again, 2012, you know, 13, 14 early days was very aesthetic, very ego-focused. And now the people who are winning on these platforms are showing who they are. They're being super, super authentic. And we're, that's mostly what we're going to talk about in this is how to really do that because it is a bit of a strategy. You know, I definitely, there are some things that go through my head when I'm posting or showing up on stories because I want to make sure that my audience is connected with me. The other thing that's changed since the early days till now is the algorithm. So when Instagram came out, everybody saw all of your content, which is why it blew my business out of the water. Um, Because I was authentic from the beginning and because I kind of knew how to, I don't know, maybe like social media is like a little bit of a superpower of mine. I just understand how to connect with people on there. 
But when everybody saw all of your content, there was so much more engagement and so many more eyes on who you are and what you're posting. Now, the algorithms have come in and not everybody sees your content. So I don't want to dive into this because algorithm talk is really, really boring. Um, But basically, when you go to do a post, um, not everybody's going to see your stuff. So if I open up, let's say you and I are standing here together, and I open up my Instagram news feed, and you open up your Instagram news feed, even if we follow the exact same people, you and I are going to see different content in our news feed, depending on who we're liking, who we're commenting, um, and who we're connecting with in DM, and if we're tagged in any photos together. So the algorithm works by saying, okay, Sarah likes to look at this content. She searches for this person. She likes and comments on this stuff. She watches this person's story. She DMs with this person. So let's show her all of that content the most. So as a brand showing up on Instagram, you need to understand this because if people are not engaging with you, if you're not getting into DM with people, guess what? They're not seeing your stuff. So engagement is super, super important. Now, we want to make sure that we have really focused engagement and that it's not engagement that's not on par for your brand. So again, the people who are just showing off their ass and their quote-unquote hot body and they're getting um, maybe comments from people who are just looking at them from the aesthetic point. So maybe maybe you're running a brand for females and you're getting comments from men saying, oh, nice picture, hot ass, you look great. Those comments mean nothing because they're never going to convert for you in your business. And people can see that stuff. So You might want to do a little bit of an audit of the comments that you're getting and seeing what type of messaging that you're putting out there. And if you're not getting any engagement at all, you know, if if you think that your likes are low or you're not getting any comments, we're going to talk about that in this episode here today. Okay, so let's dive deeper into that. Basically, people want to follow people. So this point here is going to be really important for those of you who have physical locations for your business. So let's say that you own a fitness studio or a small gym. Maybe you own a clinic, you have a therapy uh, or some type of service-based brick and mortar business. And the brand is not your name. And, And we see this very commonly with our clients. You need to understand that people want to follow people. So if you're an actual physical location brand or even an online brand, have a face to your brand because you will grow a following faster and people will want to engage with an actual personality behind that brand as opposed to just, here's our classes, here's our clients that we work with, here's our awesome studio, here's where you can find us. We offer these type of services. (laughs) And I'm laughing because I know some of you out there do this. And you might be shaking your head going, yep, that's what I do. So this is why you're not getting any traction with that type of posting. And I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Nobody cares. And as soon as you understand that nobody cares about your business, then we can start making shifts. So even those of you who have staff, 
I'm sure they don't operate at the level that you do. Nobody cares about your business more than you do. Like, that's the reality. So from a branding, from a marketing, from like a hiring perspective, nobody cares about your business more than you. So from the marketing perspective of that, how do you get people to care about it? Have a face behind your brand and then also utilize some of the other tips that we're going to go into with how to connect and create content for your brand. So let's look at uh, some of some of the bigger brands. So you look at Apple. Apple has Steve Jobs behind that brand. We all know who Steve Jobs is. He was the face of Apple. It made it more human. Uh, if you guys use ClickFunnels, so ClickFunnels is a it's a platform to create opt-in pages, sales pages. Um, you know, if you guys go sign up for my iLaunch webinar, that page is hosted on a ClickFunnels. They do like landing pages. Russell Brunson is the face behind that brand. And Russell Brunson comes across as just an ordinary guy, you know, who created this brand and, you know, he's not techie. So that's why he created this to make it simple for people who aren't techie. And he's this really down to earth, you know, joking, lovable guy. That's the face behind the brand because people can relate to that. Um, Andy Frisella, I don't know if you follow him. He has a, a podcast. He's got a huge following on Instagram. He owns First Form, uh, a supplement company. And he's come forward in the last two or three years to really be the face behind that brand and build a bit of a personal brand as well on the side. So I think there's something so powerful around people who own facilities or who own a product line or, you know, any brand at all is to have a face behind that and to also build a personal brand on the side. And when you build your personal brand with your actual brand, if you feel like you don't need to be the face of it, it will benefit you long term because you don't know where your brand is going to go in the long run. And when you build a personal brand along with that, you're able to switch and move and, and, and transition into different things in your life. Because you might not do this for the rest of your life, what you're currently doing right now. So it gives you options and for people to know who you are to be able to transition and pivot later down the road. So that's two major points to take away from that is, A, no one cares about your facility. Like, that's just the reality of it. They need to know who they're connecting with and have some relatability. And B, if you build your face and name around that, you're able to create a following of people who know, like, and trust you, and you can pivot. This is why I think that Joe and I have been able to go into business coaching, you know, leaving our fitness businesses and do it at a fast rate is because we always built our names alongside our business. So Joe owned a fitness uh, uh, training facility in Burlington called EPC, but he always built the Joe Arco brand and EPC was just an entity of Joe Arco. Uh, my online training business was EFIT. But I always built the Sarah Fennel brand, and therefore people know, knew who we were because of the years of being in the industry. So start putting a name behind your brand if you are not the forward-facing of that. Now, 
what to do for content. And this this is like the meat and the potatoes of everything we're going to talk about here. So grab a pen and paper if you can, because this is gold. The written part of posts in Instagram nowadays are where it's at. And I've seen a few instances with clients over the past, let's say four months, where, and here's the thing. Sorry, I'm kind of thinking as I'm talking here. You can tell, or at least I can tell, when an account is authentic. And I want you to stop looking around at what everybody else is doing. Because there are so many people on Instagram who you might be looking at and thinking, wow, they're doing so awesome. Look at the amount of followers they have. Or their photos are so pretty. Their whole Instagram you know, account is just branded awesome. Like, how do they make it look so good like that and be consistent with it? Or you might be thinking, look at all those comments that that person gets. They're doing great. And it's funny being a business coach on the other side of all of this because there are so many people who appear to be successful with their Instagram and they're barely making a thousand or two thousand dollars a month. So don't look at what other people are doing and think that you need to model that. That's actually one of the worst things that you can do because. There's so much fakeness out there. There are ways to make things look like they're successful. There are people who, yeah, they're hiding behind a lot of prettiness, but it's not actually converting. So, and this, and I find that a lot of people, when you're looking around, you almost get down on yourself. You wonder why it's not working for you. You feel like things should be better. And in reality, you're looking at people who have created a whole fake fake account. So people can buy likes. So you, sorry, people can buy following. So people can buy a big following. So let's say you see an account with 15,000 followers. People can buy likes. People can buy comments. Yes, you can fake an entire, entire account. And it's interesting because I was talking to um, two different brands. So they have products. And they were talking to me about, because influencers, influencers, influencers are a big thing these days. And brands are always looking to align with influencers. And at first, like in the early days, people could look at an account and say, wow, they have let's say 15, 20,000 followers, they have likes, they have comments, they influence people somehow. When in reality, it's all a facade. And I know you're probably thinking like, who would do this? It happens a lot. Like you would be surprised. Like you would be shocked at how many people are doing this right now. And brands are getting smart. And I had this conversation with these two brands. And what they are saying now is they're actually asking to look at the backside of someone's insights on their accounts. So, and they can actually measure, you know, if you get promoted to promote, I don't know, 
let's say it's like a supplement product or it's a, a facial product or, you know, who, you know, there's all this stuff out there. They can track what's coming from your account because they give you tracking links now. It's not just links to their account and, and they can't know where, where their leads are coming from. So brands are getting really, really smart. And if you're looking to grow an account for influence and if you're looking to grow an account for your own business, start authentic from the very beginning. Stay authentic from the very beginning because it will benefit you long term. And Instagram now can know when you have shot up by like hundreds of, you know, follows within a short amount of time. Or they know when likes are coming through at an exponential rate and they're not authentic. And that will show less of your content to followers. So you need to stay authentic and you need to stop looking at what other people are doing because (laughs) there is some crazy, crazy shit going on right now. And I think it's funny because I've been on Instagram since day one. I only have 40,000 followers and from a fitness brand, there was a point where I was like, oh, like I feel like I should be further ahead. And I was seeing people shoot up numbers at an exponential rate. And I remember like kind of sabotaging myself thinking like, why am I not growing faster? And like, I'm glad I didn't because my following is authentic. It is engaged. You know, I'm in DMs with people all the time, which means that people reach out. Uh, We get business from it all the time. So I've stopped looking at what other people are doing. I've stopped worrying about the ego metrics of it all. Because in reality, if my business is growing and I'm getting clients from it, that's all that really matters. So, okay, sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. Let's dive into the meat and potatoes. Content. Your content, meaning your written part of your posts, even the, the physical like image of what you're showing and your stories, because that's a really big thing. We'll talk about this a little bit. Need to create connection with the people you're trying to attract. They need to be relatable so that people know that you're a fucking human being and you're not just this photoshopped person all the time. And it needs to be authentic so that you are your true real self. And how do you do this? You do this by a few different ways. So people need to know what your story is. And this is something we teach in our mentorship. Uh, I was going over it on February 2nd when I when I met with the group. And we spent our whole morning building out your marketing message. And I think this is really important for people to do. Because your marketing message is how you promote your programs, services, and offerings. So when you market, it's not about you know, here's our classes or, you know, here's my, you know, eight-week transformation program. It's about why you are selling this in the first place. And that comes down to what is your story? Like, why are you in the business that you're in? And when you tell your story, this gets people to connect and relate to you. Because maybe where you started at the beginning of your story is where your ideal client is right now. So, you know, that's like 
you know, business 101s for us service providers, especially those of us who are in the health and fitness world, you know, you most likely got into this industry because you had such a transformation or change or fitness and, and, and health information did something positive for you. So sharing what that was will get those people to connect with you from where you were at square one. And that's how I've built every business is just through sharing my story and my experiences. And you know why most people don't do this? Is because you need to put your ego aside and you need to let people know that you're a human being. You need to let people know that you have struggled with something. You need to let people know that, you know, you don't have it all figured out all the time. And you need to let people know that you actually started at square one some, some, you know, at some point. And the people who are missing out on this the most are those who feel like they need to be perfect all the time and that they need to be this awesome human who never suffers or struggles with anything and, you know, look at my perfect body and this is what I've accomplished and I'm so awesome, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You know some of you do it, and you do this because it's hard to show up in the world and say, I'm not perfect, and I'm really just trying to figure this out. But I'm telling you, the more that you can do that, and the more that you share your story, whether that story has just been the past year, whether that story has been the past three, five years, or whether that's like a 10-year story that you share of the journey of where you are today. So your your story is so, so, so key because there are going to be points in that story where people go, oh my God, that's awesome. Or, oh, I've felt like that. Or, oh my God, that's me right now. And the second you can get people to do that, boom, you've massively created a lot of trust. And that's the whole key to gaining clients from Instagram or any social media platform is people have to relate to you. And the best way to do that is to share your story. So share your story. The next thing that you can do, and when I'm going through these, it's not like, okay, now I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. These are constantly in motion with all of your content. Maybe you're talking about a part of your story one week, and then maybe the, like the next day or the next week you're talking about this next point that I'm going to say, is what do you believe? So another thing that I teach in our mentorship is laying out your beliefs because your beliefs are actually going to be really attractive to the people who want to work with you. And this creates polarity. And I think I've talked about this here on the show. And the best thing for you to do is take a piece of paper, draw a big line down the center of that paper. On one side, write, I believe in. On the next side, write, I don't believe in. And when you do this, it allows you to lay out, okay, in my business, I stand for A, B, C, D. I don't stand for A, B, C. And it allows the people who believe in those points that you believe in to feel attracted to you. So, you know, you know, let's talk about health and fitness here. Do you believe in, you know, vegan or vegetarian dieting? Do you believe in um, you know, progressive load with training? Do you believe in maybe hit cardio? Do you believe in, um, you know, resistance training? Or do you maybe believe in at-home workouts with body weight? They're, like, do you believe in macro counting? Or do you believe in really specific meal plans? 
there are a variety of different avenues that you can go down for what you believe in your business. And the best thing to do is to have a look at the past few clients that you've worked with and lay out how you get results. So how do you get results for clients? Client comes to you, that's point A. When they leave you or they have that uh, moment of um, transformation, which would be point B, what were all those steps in between point A and point B that got them those results? Those are your beliefs. That's how you do your service. That's how you coach. So when we become polar with our beliefs and what we don't believe, we attract the people that we want to come into us. So those who want to be on a a macro counting type of eating will be attracted to those people who believe in macro counting from a coach perspective. You know, so, and, and people need to know this because they need to have some insight of what it's going to be like to work with you. So for myself, for example, for business coaching, I believe in a lot of organic marketing, meaning I don't believe that you should throw all your money into paid advertising, you know, before you've even built a bit of a community and a following and you know how to organically get clients, which is why we're doing an Instagram training right now. There are a lot of business coaches who think that you should just take five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, put it into ads and not focus on the organic. And you know what? They both work, but it just depends on what you want to do. And those of you who follow me and listen to this podcast, you probably jive with what I'm saying. You believe in my beliefs. So you need to do that exact same thing with your business. And this takes you stepping forward and say, hey, this is how I get results for clients. I believe in this. And a lot of people don't do this because they're afraid of what people are going to say. And we need to get over that. Again, drop the ego and step into how you get results for clients. And the best way to do this is have a look at, do clients love me? Yep. Do I get results? Yep. Do I keep getting clients? Yep. Cool. I have a valid point for saying this is how I get results. Because there's always more than one way to climb up the mountain to get to the top. You just need to stand out and say, this is the way, this is the way I take you up the mountain. The next point here is, what is your life like behind the scenes? And this is where stories are really, really key. For Instagram, I believe that my my feed, so or I like to call them like my static post, like the stuff that I post that goes into a news feed or on my actual profile, is the finalized product. You know, maybe I've brought the lighting up on the photo to make it look better. Um, I've decided what I want to what I want to post there. There's some thought process behind it. I've really thought about what I want to write out and the message I want to get across in that post. It's a really finalized, kind of like a blog. I think of it better like a blog. Okay, am I happy with this work to sit here for the end of time in the Instagram days? Yes. Okay. Cool. Post. Behind the scenes, I like to throw into my stories. If you guys follow me on stories, you kind of probably know my whole life and mine and Joe's life. That's what I do there. But also, in your actual feed posts, static posts, I do believe in not always, always perfectly curated photos. So it like not like photo shoot photos. There needs to be some realness there, maybe a little behind the scenes. But your stories are awesome for sharing that everyday stuff. Like, does someone kind of know what it's like in the day, uh, in a day in the life of you? 
Do that in your story so that people feel more connected with you. Again, you're a human. Let them see that. And then to tie in with that is, you know, share your struggles. And this could tie in with your story. It can tie in with your day-to-day. It can tie in with something that happened to you this week. We need to show our humanism. And these are the people who are winning right now on Instagram is you're sharing your story. You're sharing what you believe in to get results. Maybe it's for yourself or for your clients. You know, you're showing a lot of behind the scenes of your life so that people actually feel like they know you and they know what you do in your life. And you share what you struggle with. Those are the people that are connecting. And it's because we went through a few years in the beginning stages where everything was all all so visually focused and it's the highlight reel of everybody's life. And I think, you know, even since the dawn of of social media, which started, I think Facebook started in 2006, maybe 2007. And people are tired of seeing like the highlight reel. Like we are. We know that we're all human. We know that we all struggle with stuff. So those that are actually willing to step forward now and say, hey, you know what? Like, this is what I'm going through, but this is how I'm dealing with it. And, and that, that's a key point, too, is if you're going to share your struggle, share some sort of uplifting information or advice to help people through that. So it's not just a woe is me story. And, and those are the people who are winning because we don't want to see someone's perfect life all the time. It's not relatable. And the biggest thing of why this is so important with everything that I'm saying here is because you as a service provider who wants clients, you're going to physically see people. Let's say you have a training studio or maybe uh, a service-based business and somehow where people actually physically see you. And this is a case for Joe and I, like our mentorship. You spend two full days with us in person every single month. So I know if you are going to be investing hours and hours of your time. Maybe you're traveling to come see us. There is a financial investment. There is a rearranging of your schedule. Maybe you need to get your family or your partner on board with your goal that you're about to go into. That's a big fucking investment on someone's part. And in order for them to come to that decision to even reach out to you or to me, They need to know, like, and trust me. And my perfectly curated life that I, you know, can, you know, curate and put out to the world doesn't connect with people. What connects with people is, yeah, I feel like I know Sarah. I like her. I jive with her. I'm going to reach out and ask a question. Or I'm going to apply to the mentorship. Or, yeah, I want to jive with her on a webinar uh, in March for an hour. That gets people to commit to you and you really get the buy-in from people long before they actually give you money. So, you know, I've heard over and over again, oh my God, I've followed you for years. Or, you know, I've listened to all of your podcasts. I love what you're doing. Or, you know, I followed you from day one with your fitness journey. People follow along for a long time. And the people who reach out are the people who actually connect. So in your business, If you want people to come into your business and invest a lot of time and money and commitment to be with you, they need to feel like they know you. They just do. Or else the brand who has services very similar to yours, 
who's actually showing up and being authentic and sharing who they are and their struggles and their life and their story is going to win over you. So sit back and, and let that digest a little bit because that, that is so, so, so key. The last point that I want to say here is getting on video. So whether it is video in your feed or whether it is video in your stories, it's really key to, to get on. So people see you on video. People see you talk. People see your personality. They see your face. They see your funny quirks. They see your nuances. Then they see who you really are. There's something really magical about voice. And I think this is why podcasts are so key right now. Um, you know, those of you who have been listening to the show from day one, you probably feel really connected with me. And, you know, we like to binge on content that we feel connected to. Think about how many times you binge on a podcast or you binge on like YouTube videos or you binge on someone's stories. It's because when we see video and hear voice, we feel more connected to it than reading. So from a brand and business perspective, if we aren't doing that for our audience, we're losing out on massive, massive connection. And people need to see, again, that you're a human with, you know, uh, maybe a quirky personality to feel like they're connected to you. And again, if you want to work with people, you know, you're going to be talking with people. You might be seeing this person once a week, a few times per week. You might be having coaching calls with this person, or you might be in a Facebook group on a live with this person or on the phone. They need to feel like they know who you are. And video is so, 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 so key for that. So if you haven't got on video yet, you are massively, massively missing the boat for your brand on Instagram. All right. I think that wraps it up. So, you know, again, people want to follow people. So make sure there's a face to the brand. If, if there is not already, make sure that you are creating content that's going to create connection, relatability, authenticity. You know, what do you believe in? Your story ties into this so, so, so much. What do you struggle with? What are you going through? Like what's happening in your life? And you know, when I say all of this, this is a question that came up uh, in our mentorship the other week. They, I was asked, what, how do you differentiate between like business content and showing who you are and life experience or, or what, what you're, what's happening in your life? And this is my answer. Everything that you post or put out into the world, ask yourself, is this building the relationship with my audience to put me in a place of authority for the services that I'm offering? And, and I want you to think about this like dating. So when you meet someone and you, you know, you like them and, you know, you, you date someone for a while or you might talk to them for a while before you even actually meet them. And before you go jumping in the sack or putting a ring on it, <laughs> there's a phase of getting to know someone. And that's exactly what your marketing needs to be these days is date your leads, date your audience. So you're going to be showing them a bunch of different types of content, who you are, what your experience in life has been like, challenges, struggles, stories, highlights, behind the scenes, 
what you offer in your business, you know, the the services, and you can drip all of that in all the time. So I definitely believe that your offer or your business and services needs to be in front of people consistently. So definitely multiple, multiple times per week, you're dripping that in. But maybe it's just at the end of a post, it's a PS. Or maybe it's only two story frames within your day of story of letting people know what you do. Or maybe it's, you know, like this podcast here, you know, you know, we're just talking and jamming here. But at the beginning of it, I let you guys know about my webinar to come into, um, you know, to help you out this spring. So there's a way of showing up that delivers awesome, awesome, valuable content where people feel connected to you. They feel like they know who you are, but yet they still actually know what you do as a business. And it's that beautiful balance of just always just trickling in your services and what you do on top of all the massive valuable content with your story and your beliefs. So I hope that that has helped you. Again, if you want to jam with me on my webinar, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, (laughs) I really want you to come into that uh, on Tuesday, March 12th. Again, ilaunch.vip slash webinar. I'm going to throw the links in the show notes. Oh, also another shameless plug here. If you want to dive deeper in Instagram, I launched an Instagram course last June of 2018. And there's three free videos up front. And I think each video is about 20 minutes. So if you want an hour of content exercises, really, really diving deeper into Instagram, go to insta-clients.com. You can get the three videos up front. Uh, Full disclosure and transparency, there's a $97 course at the end that gives you a ton of pre-done content, exercise sheets, a lot of information about Instagram stories and how to use that. But go check out those three free videos because they'll really, really help you. Um, And the feedback from that was awesome. So that's insta-clients.com. And I'll, I'll throw the link here in the show notes again as well. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 